Heart of Grief is a program by Certified Grief Recovery Specialists Lori Penner and Brian McGee. Brian and Lori are not professional counselors. They do not offer therapy. If you are experiencing a crisis, please reach out to your local emergency or healthcare providers. What Lori and Brian offer in this podcast is an authentic, personal familiarity with the pain of loss and a straightforward approach to recovery that has proven transformative in the lives of thousands of grievers. As proud sponsors of the Grief Recovery Method programs, Parton Brothers Funeral Chapels in Lethbridge, Alberta are pleased to partner with Brian and Lori to bring you this podcast. We hope our listeners will discover genuine, practical help and encouragement. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart of Grief Holiday 2020 edition. I'm with my co-host, Lori Penner. Hi, Lori. Hi, Brian. We also have a guest joining us today. Elizabeth Martin Young is a licensed funeral director and funeral celebrant in Lethbridge and is part of the larger staff team at Martin Brothers Funeral Chapels. Thanks for joining us, Elizabeth. We're looking forward to having your perspective added to our conversation today. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Brian and Lori. Our topic for this episode is hope for the holidays. It's really an idea that came to us from Elizabeth, so we should probably let her explain it to us. Let's first back up a little bit. Elizabeth, maybe you can give us a brief history of the Martin Brothers Holiday Remembrance Program. Like when did it start and what was the idea behind it? Martin Brothers started the Holiday Remembrance Program about 20 years ago. And it was a program that was researched by one of our staff members for helping people deal with grief during the holidays. It was one way for we as funeral directors to touch the families that we served one more time. It is our privilege and our job to walk families through the most difficult process in their life, which is saying goodbye to a loved one. It's nice for us to be able to reconnect with them months or maybe years later and ask them, what what are you doing? What is making your life come together now? And the Holiday Remembrance Program is just that. It's a reunion. You've been the lead organizer and energy behind this for all these years. Thank you so much. I've worked at Martin Brothers for many years, and this night is such a beautiful evening. It's an evening I always look forward to. And now here we are in 2020. This year's program was all planned and ready, with a promise of being extra special. Then everything went sideways. Can you tell our listeners what happened, Elizabeth? Sadly, it's the restrictions regarding COVID that has caused us to cancel this program. We thought we would be able to hold it with an outdoor setting, social distancing and masks, and then we were not able to be outside. So, It has fallen off the rails, but we hope that this podcast will be helpful to many people, many people that might have attended our holiday remembrance and our hope for our new Hope for the Holidays program. Elizabeth, can you describe your feelings during that time of change? The short notice trying to find an alternate way, the anticipation of another plan coming together, and then when it all had to be cancelled? My feelings were great sadness. I know that Many of the people that have attended our Holiday Remembrance Program watch yearly to find out what date is going to be held. I think it's a time for people to come, sit quietly, 
and light a candle in memory of the person that has died. So it was a feeling of exasperation, sadness, and now a feeling of what are we going to do? How can we change this? How can we be helpful? We always tell our listeners that grief comes by way of many different sorts of losses. This was a loss and certainly a hard one. It is a loss, but I do think by going forth with this podcast and speaking about grief during the holidays, it will be helpful to our listeners. The three of us got to talking about how we could help people, and that's where the idea of this podcast came along. And we've changed the title to Hope for the Holidays. That was chosen by my brother Dale and his son and myself and my son. So, Hope for the Holidays. And it's a great theme, don't you think, Brian? Yes, hope is a commodity we can all benefit from these days. But it's important to recognize that hope needs to be placed into a proper context. The context of current experience for us, our listeners, our work, our families, this time of year, and this current time in our world. Yes, and this year's context is so much different than any we've experienced before. It sure is. And that includes a number of realities. Of course, there's loss. This can mean a variety of changes and endings unique to each person and situation. A death is certainly included in that, and some of our listeners will have experienced more than one death in their family and friend circles in the recent past. But there are many other significant changes and endings that folks are experiencing. And then we have major holidays, and that reminds us again of the traditional holiday remembrance program, Elizabeth. Yes, Brian. As pointed out earlier, that can make the grief journey a struggle. It can be harder for people to handle, particularly if this is the first Christmas following a loved one's death. It can be hard to know what to do and how to do it. How can we relate to others? How can we get over feeling awkward? How can we carry on? It's a difficult journey. And of course, this year we need to add the C factor. Right, that C factor. And we're talking about COVID-19, of course. Yes, and when you add it all up, bereavement plus holidays plus loneliness, all factored by the impact of a global pandemic and the various associated restrictions and concerns. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Other losses due to COVID-19 may include not being able to visit our family, indoors or out, the holiday parties and gatherings we've always looked forward to, just to name a few. We need to recognize the added stress that these changes and endings create. Everything is different for all of us, and significantly tougher too. Mm -hmm. These are the elements that form our current context. For my family, for example, it means my wife Diane and I won't be able to be with our grown daughters their partners, or our five beautiful grandchildren. We understand why, but it still hurts. And that's so hard. For me, it's also missing my, my adult kids and their spouses, and my seven grandchildren, and also missing my mom, who's 86, and my brother, who are always a huge part of every holiday all year long. I agree with you. It is a very difficult time. For instance, our grandson wanted to ride his bike over to our place. He said, can't I just say hi to you on the driveway? And we said, no, not this time. And that's hard. It's hard to tell your grandchildren, no, we only have two. 
lovely grandchildren, and we live five minutes away from them. So telling them that they can't come to see us has been very difficult. And so there is the context in which we wish to look for a little hope these holidays. We want to suggest that while our situation may have nothing to do with our own choices or decisions that we have made, hope does. The hope that we're talking about doesn't mean wishing for something better and somehow mustering up the emotions to match our wishes. We're talking about identifying real things that offer real encouragement and opportunities for positive steps through grief to a better place. Choices can be made to invest in hope. And this is what we want to offer. We're going to suggest a number of things and invite our listeners to consider what might work for them. Our suggestions will fall into three categories, people, celebrations, and self-care. So first off, number one, choose people. Reach out. It doesn't take a lot of contact to make a huge difference. Where in-person contact isn't possible, there's the old-fashioned telephone. Technology is more important now than at any other time, and I know for me, Zoom and FaceTime have been a lifesaver. Be creative with ways you can see others while staying within the restrictions. If there's someone who crosses your mind, who's likely alone and lonely, give them a call. Maybe arrange a time to walk past their house with your cell phone and have a front yard conversation. And the fresh air would also be an added bonus. Mm-hmm. Then secondly, choose celebrations. Let's face it, much of what is usual for us is not possible this year. And that is a loss all of its own. It's okay to feel sadness or whatever you feel over what is being denied us. Then some people who have experienced a recent loss may not wish much in the way of activities. You may simply prefer to stay at home and be alone. But some special celebration event can be hope-generating, and we encourage it. There are still encouraging seasonal things that are taking place. I'm going to mention just two that I'm aware of. First, there is the Nika Yuko Japanese Garden Winter Light Festival in Lethbridge. There are evening events running through Christmas and into the New Year. Advanced tickets are required for these. All those wishing to attend must pre-purchase their tickets online at nikayuko.com. And we're going to attach a link to their website in our program notes. Lori, you were able to take that event in recently. How was that for you? Oh, Brian, it was so beautiful. Being able to wander through the magical transformation of the gardens did so much to lift my spirits. I have been in years past, but for some reason, this year was even more special. Elizabeth, I understand that that area of town has some special holiday significance for you and your family as well. My family loves seeing the lights of the Nikayuko Gardens. But in our journey, because my parents weren't able to walk long long enough to go through the gardens, we would drive around Henderson Lake, and my mom and dad were able to see the beauty of some of the lights of the gardens. So I recommend to people, if it's too cold for you to go out or too windy, take a drive around Henderson Lake. The homes are decorated beautifully, and the lights at the gardens is just the cherry on top. It's absolutely beautiful. Drive, talk with one another, stay warm and comfortable. 
Another opportunity for a seasonal community celebration is the drive-in live nativity production taking place at the Lethbridge Evangelical Free Church on Highway 4 on the southeast edge of Lethbridge. They have a large stage set up at their main entrance. Attendees will drive in and remain in the comfort of their own cars and listen to the soundtrack on their car radios. There's going to be three separate 15-minute performances each hour from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. on the 21st, so that's tonight, and tomorrow the 22nd, and again on the 23rd. Then from 4 to 7 p.m. on the 24th. Everyone is welcome to drop in and receive some encouragement and hope through the message of Emmanuel, God with us. Details can be found at efreelethbridge.ca and it is encouraged that you would connect with them and pre-reserve a time for one of these showings. Again, we'll put their uh, webpage link in our program notes. And just wanted to add, if you're not in the Lethbridge area, be sure to check out local attractions and events that are in your area. The third suggestion we want to encourage is to choose self-care. First of all, that means giving yourself permission to do something especially for you. This could be something that you always think about how nice it would be to do, but never seem to find the time, such as maybe a bubble bath or watching a movie while wrapped in a soft blanket or curling up with a good book and a cup of hot coffee. Maybe there's a craft you've wanted to start or finish up, but just never find the time. Or maybe those snowshoes you got a few years ago need to come out. Some other options are honoring a loved one by doing something that honors their memory. Were they an artist or maybe a woodworker? Maybe build or create something in their honor. Share fond memories with people who care about you. Maybe your loved one loved a particular Christmas treat. Make a batch of them and safely drop them off on doorsteps with a small card explaining the significance. And then, still with self-care and our final suggestion, if you have experienced a recent loss, a death, or any other kind of loss, and have never taken our eight-week grief recovery program, consider joining us on January the 19th. This is a program that offers genuine, caring support and practical steps towards hope following a loss. We are requiring pre-registration for this group, and you can do that via our website, theheartofgrief.com, where you go to our upcoming events page and click Details to Register. Or, of course, you can also call Martin Brothers Funeral Chapel, and the link is in our notes. Right. Our program notes will have it. Thank you, Lori. And that's pretty much it for this Hope for the Holidays edition. Above all, we want people to know that they are not completely alone in their grief. Our mission at the heart of grief is to ensure that there is someone there for you following a significant emotional loss. We are here for you through this podcast, through our website, through a phone call or an email, And by the way, we still are running in-person grief recovery programs. And if you don't live in the Lethbridge area, we'd love to connect you with one of our grief recovery specialists where you live. There's also the opportunity to connect with us online for our programs. And so thank you again, Elizabeth, for sharing this time and this message with us. Thank you, Brian. It's been my pleasure to be involved in this very necessary conversation. As you know, in the Christian world, we are preparing for the arrival of the Christ child. And that's my world, the Christian world. 
We are encouraged to take comfort in this, and I encourage you and our listeners to take comfort, knowing that God cares. He knows our sorrows. According to his promise, he has come to be right with us and bring us his peace. So right now, just for a minute, close your eyes and let this sink in. Let it sink into your heart and your mind. Feel comfort. On behalf of all of us at Martin Brothers and our Martin family, our matriarch, our mother Kay, who has just turned 86, we send you the message of comfort, peace, and healing. And from the next generations, Dale Martin Jr. and his wife and two sons, and from myself, Elizabeth Martin Young, and my son Chris at the funeral home, our daughter and grandchildren, also my sister Kathy. From all of us to all of you, we wish you a very safe and happy holiday season. The next episode of The Heart of Grief will be a Questions of Faith program to publish on December 31st. And don't worry, we won't be talking about resolutions. We will be talking about the promise of things new. Until next time, we wish everyone a hope-filled holiday season. And thank you for tuning in. As mentioned, we love to receive comments and questions from our listeners. We invite emails to feedback at theheartofgrief.com. If you'd like to send us paper mail, it can go to The Heart of Grief, care of 610 4th Street South, Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, T1J4P3. And of course, you can subscribe through your podcast service provider.